Hello, Amazon sellers, and welcome to our Amazon sellers happy hour with Riverbend Consulting. I'm Leslie. Hey, I am the co-owner of Riverbend Consulting, along with my wonderful partner, Joe Zalta. And so we are here to give advice and facts and interesting information to sellers and vendors on Amazon.com. And this week and next week, I have a two-part series. And it is some of what I like to call my most unpopular advice. Uh, this is advice I give that makes people very angry, uncomfortable, and frustrated, and for good reasons. And I totally understand, and I'm very empathetic, but we're going we're gonna to get to that. So uh, this is a two-part series called Accidental, no, sorry, The Black Hat Trap. Oops. And today is about accidental black hats. And then next week, we're going to talk about not focusing on the bad guys out there, but focusing on what you can solve in your own account. Because from our estimates with our client base, about 98% of the problems in sellers' accounts are not because of black hats. About 2% are. So obviously, if you're focusing on the 2%, you're focusing on the wrong thing unless you're in a very specific category like supplements, which is a whole different ball game. But this week we're gonna talk about accidental black hats. So how can you be an accidental black hat? Most of the sellers we work with, these are upright people. They're trying to run clean seller accounts. They're doing all the right things or so they think. Unfortunately, sometimes they start working with people who assure them Everything that they're doing is within terms of service. And it's just not true. And what's very frustrating, and y'all already know this, is that Amazon's rules and the help isn't always very helpful. There are a lot of regulations and rules that people find very ambiguous. And in addition to that, there are some serious problems. There's some difficulty selling on Amazon. Getting reviews is hard. Boosting your bestseller rank is hard. Dealing with enforcement from seller performance is hard. All of these things are hard. It becomes very tempting to believe someone who tells you, hey, I'm going to sell you this service totally within terms of service at Amazon. You're totally good. We've never had, we've never seen anyone suspended for using our service. So I'm going to run through some examples of those and talk about what is dangerous for you, the good guy, who thinks you're working with a white hat and you're actually working with a black hat. So <laughs> the best example I have is something I saw a couple of weeks ago in a client account. And it honestly shocked me. And it's really hard to shock me because after years and years of doing this, I keep thinking I've seen everything and I have not. Um, and this is for ungating services. So when you research on gating services and you look at their website, all of them have in big bold letters on the home page, everything we do is within terms of service. We don't put our clients' accounts in jeopardy. And so of course you want to believe them because you really want to get ungated and you're having a hard time, right? And if you chat with them, you say, hey, are you sure? Are you sure this is all okay? And they say, oh yeah, we would never get you suspended. So here's the problem with a lot of ungating services. They ask you for a third party login to your account. You give it to them and then they log in and they create cases 
to get you ungated. They do the application and they work the cases, right? Well, they actually submit all the documents for you. That includes invoices and letters of authorization. Do you actually have a business relationship with the vendor? No, you don't. So any letter of authorization, any invoice, they're all forged. They're all forged and manipulated. And so then Amazon will detect that you submitted forged and manipulated documents and shut you down for code of conduct. And that's a very difficult suspension to overcome. It's a, it's a trust factor. Um, you know, it's, you've cheated on your spouse and they're not going to give you another chance and you have to beg and plead. That's pretty much what it's like when you submit forged and manipulated documents to Amazon. They hate that. Um, and they don't trust you anymore. And I get it, right? That totally makes sense. Well, a lot of my clients don't realize that that's what's going on and, or they do, but they just want to kind of close their eyes to it because they really want to solve this problem. They really want to be ungated. So recently we had a client come to us who was shut down for forged and manipulated documents. And they showed us a chat with the rep from the company they hired to do the ungating. And the rep actually said in the chat, oh my goodness, we had hundreds of accounts shut down and we have no idea why. Well, I'll tell you why. Because you were using the same Gmail address with the name of your ungating company at gmail.com as the login address on every single one of the accounts you did ungating for. So once Amazon found the forged and manipulated documents were submitted by that email address, they could easily search and find them in all the other hundreds of accounts. This isn't that difficult. So that's a perfect example of someone who's convincing you they're a white hat, they're a good guy on Amazon, and they're not. Um, so another example that people find very frustrating is there are companies and individuals out there who will sell you the notations on your Amazon account. So notations is where seller performance, seller performance through the enforcement guys, they're the ones who are looking for problems in your account and deciding whether to suspend your ASIN or suspend your account. And so they have a place where they write notations about your account. And um, it can give you all the details of why you were suspended. Uh, it'll say that you had a bad supplier or it'll say that they've you know, done a test buy um, on a counterfeit item internally to Amazon and looked at it. Um, there's all kinds of great information in account notations, but here's the problem. Those notations don't belong to you. They belong to Amazon. And it's actually technically, it's corporate espionage to have them and to use them. If a client comes to us and gives us, <laughs> if they ask us if we want notations, we obviously say, no, we don't. Um, and if they just give them to us, we refund them and we cannot work with them as a client because we will not receive stolen information. And the last client we had who just told us what was in the notations, we refunded them and would not work with them because they told us why they were suspended and they got it out of the notations they purchased from Amazon. So uh, it's actually a federal crime. Um, and so, so, so how do you get notations? Well, in most cases that I know of, um, the consultant or the firm who sells these notations to you, they pay a bribe to someone inside of Amazon to get the notations. So that employee logs into your account at a time when no one is watching 
and they do screenshots and they send them to the consultant and then the consultant sends them to you. Uh, so again, this is, this is unethical, immoral, but also illegal. And I think a lot of folks don't realize that illegal part. Now, the thing about buying notations, I mean, are you really going to get caught? Um, you will if the person inside Amazon gets caught. And you will if the consultant who's selling these gets caught. Um, Amazon does massive investigations uh, when its internal people, including those in India and other countries, are caught running these schemes. They will backtrack through all of the tickets that that person has been looking that at, and they have a way of figuring out when an employee is looking at uh, seller data that they are not supposed to be looking at if it's not related to something that they're working on. So will they find out? You know, maybe not, but there's like an anvil, a cartoon anvil hanging over your head like Wile E. Coyote, uh, just waiting for that person internally at Amazon to get caught. It's really not worth it. Um, most of the time, if you have a decent consulting firm working with you, uh, we're going to figure out what the problem is um, and without breaking the law and paying extra money to break the law. So related to that is just the general notion of paying bribes. Um, there are consultants and various firms out there um, who will get you ungated, not even by submitting fake invoices, but just magically you become boing, ungated, um, that they will magically get your ASINs turned back on, magically get your account turned back on, all kinds of things that can just magically happen. Uh, that is not through them working good contacts at Amazon. Um, people internally at Amazon don't intervene uh, unless they are in a role where they are supposed to intervene for a lot of reasons, those people are most likely paying bribes internally to employees at Amazon. Um, there are people right now under federal indictment for paying bribes to employees at Amazon to have accounts turned on, ASINs turned on, and also to attack competitors and have their accounts and their ASINs turned off. Um, so all kinds of issues with the bribery. Again, don't do it. It's not worth it. Will you get caught? Um, Amazon is working harder and harder to find these things internally for lots of reasons, including if they don't, um, they are running afoul of some laws. So yeah, not a good thing. Um, <laughs> next we have rebates and discount programs. So there are websites out there where you can say, hey, hey, buy my Amazon widget. I sell this Amazon widget. And you can go to this website over here and you can buy my Amazon widget for a 90% discount. Just click on the widget. It's going to shoot you over to Amazon and either you get a coupon code or there's a super URL or whatever. And you're going to get this massive discount. It's going to be great. Wink, wink, nod, nod. It would be nice if you wrote a review, but you don't have to. Um, Amazon doesn't like that. That is actually uh, either review manipulation or bestseller rank manipulation, you pick. Uh-oh, here comes Venus. She decided to join us. Um, so either one, <laughs> she just got called away. I guess she has things to attend to. Um, so either one of those is a code of conduct violation and a problem. Amazon don't like those. 
Um, and, and so a lot of people say, well, wait, 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 how is this review manipulation if you're not saying you have to write a review to get the discount? Valid question. Um, Amazon is still going to consider it an inducement. If you're giving someone a 90% discount, that is an inducement, even a 50% discount. In fact, I have been told that anything over a 25% discount is considered an inducement. In other words, hey, I'm giving you this super great discount. Don't you like me? Tell me you like me. You must like me. You must love me. And so if you love me, hmm, wink, wink, what are you going to do? You're going to write a review, right? A positive review. So can't do that. Um, frustrating, I know. Rebates are the same way. So rebate programs out there where someone buys the item and some of them even have an escrow period where you don't get your rebate for 35 days or whatever. And then they get a PayPal or some other financial transaction outside of Amazon where they are rebated for the product. So they spent 20 bucks to buy a new pair of gloves. And then 35 days later, they get 20 bucks via PayPal for buying the gloves. So these companies will tell you this is all within terms of service and there's nothing wrong with it because you're not asking for a review. So it's okay. Again, obviously this is bestseller rank manipulation because you're getting purchases you would not otherwise get. People didn't really want to buy those gloves. They didn't organically search and buy the gloves. They're buying the gloves because they're getting them for 20% of the list price or for a full refund. They're getting free gloves, right? So is that really a fair bestseller rank that you have on your item? Amazon would say no. And again, a lot of people argue with me on this because from their viewpoint, it's okay. I'm not telling you what my opinion is. I'm telling you what Amazon's opinion is. And unfortunately, as you know, in this ecosystem, their opinion is the only one that matters. So they see that as manipulation. And it doesn't matter if you don't get the refund for 35 days. The only reason that companies hold the refund for 35 days is because the return window at Amazon is 30 days to keep people from double dipping, which they can probably double dip anyway, because y'all know how Amazon's free and easy with your money on giving refunds. Alrighty, what else do we have? Oh, man, buying reviews. Uh, there are people who even buy, um, this was a new one for me, Last year, I saw someone had actually bought uh, store feedback. It wasn't even product reviews. It was store feedback, which I thought was interesting. Um, but you can still buy reviews. You can still have uh, chatbots, right? All kinds of things to get reviews. You could put inserts in your products. And there are services out there that will help you set up chatbots. They will help you do the inserts with the QR codes and all that jazz and the special website where you get your free item. So y'all, I bought some screen cleaner. I came yesterday and it had an insert in there and it said, hey, hey, go to this website and get your free screen cleaner. And I was like, oh, look, this is one of those prohibited programs. Ain't that neat? And so I wanted to go to their website and see how if they had it set up with a chat bot or with PayPal or how they were fulfilling this free item of coupon code. I was curious. And uh, it was a special, what was it called? It's, it's like called www.theirproductnamefree.com. And so I went to that website and uh, the website's down. Golly, I wonder why. And I checked it again today. It's still down. Golly, why? Because Amazon caught them and they had to take it down. Um, oh. 
about how many bottles of this screen cleaner did people buy? And they're going to get this hang tag in there and this little card that says, get a free gift. And then they're going to be mad because that site's down. There are a lot of folks out there pitching chatbots and pitching these groups and telling you how you can get all these free reviews, giving away free products. You can't do it. It's all against terms of service. And so even though they're telling you it's okay to do, that's how you get caught with the accidental black hat, right? They need to make money off their chatbots. They want to make money off the refund program. They want to make money off of the discount program. And the reason we fall for it as sellers, we fall for it because golly gee, it's hard to get good reviews. Gosh, it's hard to boost your BSR the right way. This is a hard stuff. The harder something is, like getting ungated in topicals, the harder something is, the more likely you are to fall for it and say, oh, well, they're telling me it's okay. And I wish I could tell you all this was okay because then you could go out and say, yes, I'm confident, man, it's not okay. And here's the thing. I've actually worked on reinstatements of accounts of people suspended for using rebate services. I've worked on accounts reinstatements for people suspended for using Facebook chatbots. If you don't know what a chatbot is, it's one of those things that like pops up and says, how can I help you today? And so um, in Facebook, what it'll do is it'll it'll chat you and say, hey, I saw that you bought that supplement. This is supplement company that loves you. Would you like a free supplement? And you chat with them and, and you do a review and then they give you a code and you go get a free bottle. Um, or you give them an address and they mail one to your house. I know this because I tried one of the chatbots out because I wanted to see how it worked and, and I got a free bottle. It was awesome because it's a supplement I really like, but they're breaking terms of service every day. Um, but I'm sure. Uh, so I have. Here's a horror story. You ready? You ready? You ready? Beauty brand that you would know that is they have like premium and then they have like regular and the premium stuff is in really nice department stores and their regular stuff is in like every CVS and Walgreens and Walmart you've ever been. So they set up one of these chatbots um, to give away free stuff and get reviews. So they got caught and Amazon suspended them. So they said, okay, we're going to stop doing this. And so they discontinued the chatbot program completely went totally clean. Good people messed up, didn't want to do it anymore, understood. So they turn everything off. Well, unfortunately, the chatbot sends messages through Facebook Messenger. And so the chatbot had sent messages to people like two months ago, 30 days ago, 60 days ago, saying, hey, do you want your free beauty product? And then some of these people replied back after the 60 days and there was a link there for the free product if you do the review and so they clicked it and amazon detected that behavior from those same links and shut this client down again and they they could not turn off the chatbot because they'd already sent these messages and you can't disable a message you sent to someone you can't make it go away there was nothing they could do begging pleading like working every contact they knew to to convince someone that this was a mistake, that it was truly a mistake. They finally got turned on. I think it took three months. It was really bad. Um, but you can see how when you implement something like that, it's just out of your control. If there are links out there for free stuff, people will keep using them, especially on the chatbots if you can't make those go away.
it's really terrible. Um, good people. I'm glad they finally got it back because they do have a really nice brand. Okay, so I think that is my my list of the accidental bad guy activities. And I guess if there's one message that I could send, it would be, um, and y'all have heard this like ever since you were kids and your parents told you, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. It seems too good to be true. Um, you know, I've got I've got clients who had suspended accounts that were magically turned back on. You know, it doesn't work that way. If you have an account that was appealed, if you have an account that's suspended or an ASIN that's suspended, you have to appeal to get it back on. It doesn't magically turn back on. Um, you can't do a video and turn it back on. Um, you have to actually do the work and convince Amazon you deserve it to have it back on. You cannot get ungated without valid invoices. It's not going to happen. You have to have valid invoices or a letter of authorization or whatever it is Amazon's asking for. Um, outsourcing that to someone and saying, just do it for me uh, is a way to get suspended. Like that ungating service I told you about that had like 500 clients taken down because of what they'd done. Um, I know of someone who was paid $10,000 to get someone ungated in topicals. And that was more of a paying bribes kind of thing. And now their account is permanently down, closed forever. And Amazon ain't giving it back because a bribe was paid to get them ungated. So um, again, I, I understand why people use these services. I understand why you want to buy notes. I get all of it. I get it, get it, get it. But it's so dangerous. And it's not that it's an absolute you're going to get caught. It's that if you do get caught, the damage is permanent and long-term. Now, if someone gets suspended for this ungating mess, can we get them reinstated? We've gotten quite a few of those reinstated. It's a fall on the sword, beg and plead, never do it again, um, forged and manipulated documents, and, and we prove that it, you were scammed by an ungating service and we can get them reinstated. What about if you use rebate services or if you use chatbots or if you use discount services? We've gotten a lot of those reinstated, but I'll tell you what, platform manipulation, you get one time. If they catch you doing it a second time, you're gone, like forever and ever, amen, and you're not coming back. And so it gets really dangerous to even do it the one time because let's pretend so you get busted for using a rebate service and Amazon says never, ever, ever again. And then you have some employee in your company who asks their buddy to write a review on a product of yours or a family member or something and Amazon links it up. That can be your second strike. Stuff does happen that's out of your control. Stuff does happen that you did not ask for. So if you set yourself up because you've already used up your one strike, you're going to really regret it. Um, and finally, I would, I would also say, uh, in addition to if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Um, if it's something that is a money trail that you would find embarrassing or you wouldn't know how to classify on your expenses for the month, don't do it. I mean, what are you going to classify something as? when you're doing your finances, when you're doing your bookkeeping, are you going to say bribes? <laughs> if, if you're being honest, was it really a consulting service or was it a bribe? Um, you know, it's, if you can't honestly tell your mom or your grandma or someone you respect what you're doing to solve that problem, 
just don't do it. It's way too risky. So next week, we'll talk about more things that make people mad at me. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a more, it's not so dark. This is kind of a dark topic with the black hats. Uh, it's it's uh, being your own hero in your Amazon account and not falling into the trap, the black hat trap. Um, there are a lot of gurus out there that want to tell you all of your problems are because of competitors. Now, do you have problems because of competitors? Yeah, we're working with a client right now who's got a an evil competitor, horrible evil competitor, who's taken down their ASINs repeatedly. So does it happen? Absolutely. And it's in supplements, which should surprise nobody who sells on Amazon. But for most average sellers out there, 98, 99% of the challenges you have have nothing to do with black hats. So instead of spending 99% of your effort worrying about black hats, let's worry about how you can keep your account safe and be proactive and solve your own problems and be your own knight in shining armor or be your own, I should say, be your own white hat on a horse out west. Uh, getting the bad guys. So that's that's what you want to be. So thank you so much for joining me on this happy hour. I hope you'll join me next week to talk about more black hat traps. And then the week after that, very exciting. I've got our own Kelly Johnston right here with me so we can answer all of your burning questions. Ask us anything. So hey, start sending in the questions now for ask us anything. We love doing that segment. So everyone stay safe out there. And oh, I forgot. Oh my goodness. I almost forgot the most important part. Be sure and like us and follow us on Facebook and follow us on LinkedIn and do all the things so you can keep getting our content all the time. Yada, yada, yada. There, I did my job and everyone happy selling.